Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Today is Monday, February 5th. We'll tell you how the U.S. has started retaliating against militia groups in the Middle East. And we'll lay out the details of a new bill that includes some of the most significant border security restrictions Congress has considered in years. Also, what's expected from a rare severe storm impacting millions of people all across California that's only just beginning. Plus, we're talking about the booming business of beauty products for kids, alternative health therapies that are going mainstream, and several highlights from the Grammys last night, including a surprise announcement from Taylor Swift. Those stories and more news to know next. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Well, the U.S. has started to respond to that attack that killed three American service members in Jordan. Since Friday, the U.S. has been striking Iranian-backed militants and Iranian military targets in Iraq, Syria, and Yemen. The White House says more action is coming. Iran responded to this weekend's U.S. airstrikes by saying the U.S. government has made a strategic mistake, and Iran's foreign minister predicted they would destabilize the region. He didn't directly threaten retaliation, but some of the Iranian-backed groups did, saying, quote, this is not the end. Most of the militants have been considered threats to the U.S. for years, but attacks intensified in the wake of Israel's war with Hamas in Gaza. Now, the U.S. still says it does not want an open-ended military campaign across the region, but that it will be prepared for anything. President Biden easily won the South Carolina Democratic primary over the weekend. He claimed victory with more than 96 percent of the vote. And the Biden campaign is already focusing its efforts on the general election, which is shaping up to likely be a rematch against former President Trump. Still, one of his Democratic challengers, Congressman Dean Phillips, promised to stay in the race. And there are quite a few primary battles ahead. Next up is Nevada, which is also a critical battleground state in the general election. Nevada votes tomorrow. There was finally a breakthrough in Congress. A group of Senate Republicans and Democrats who have been talking nearly every day for months finally unveiled a bill that tackles their top priorities, cracking down on unlawful migration at the southern border and speeding up security aid to both Ukraine and Israel. And President Biden supports it. But it's still far from a done deal. It would make it more difficult to claim asylum, expand detention capacity, and shut down the border if more than an average of 5,000 migrants a day try to cross over unlawfully in the course of a week. Overall, it includes more than $20 billion for improvements to border security, including hiring new asylum officers and border security agents. And it would increase screenings for illicit drugs. It also includes more than $60 billion for Ukraine, more than $14 billion for Israel, and $10 billion in humanitarian aid for civilians in conflict zones. Senate Leader Chuck Schumer says he plans to put the package to an initial vote on Wednesday. But over in the House, Speaker Mike Johnson called the bill dead on arrival. And that's because the bill falls short on some Republican demands, like ramping up border wall construction and limiting programs that let migrants legally live and work in the U.S. while they await hearings on their immigration claims. So instead, the House is moving forward on a bill just on security aid to Israel. They'll also vote on whether to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary. So stay tuned. 
This past weekend, several hundred protesters from all around the U.S. gathered in three different border states to vent anger over illegal immigration and show support for former President Trump. They were met with some counter-protesters, but for the most part, things stayed peaceful. There were some threats, though. A migrant processing facility was evacuated after the FBI warned of a potential danger, and a prayer walk had to be canceled because police said they couldn't guarantee marchers' safety. Some Democratic Congress members blamed Texas Governor Greg Abbott, saying he's been inciting violence by calling immigration an invasion and by encouraging some extremists. Abbott himself was back at the border yesterday, too, along with 13 other Republican governors. There, he promised to keep up aggressive tactics to keep immigration under control, even as the Biden administration tries to stop him. To be continued. The second of back-to-back storms is hitting pretty much the entire state of California this morning. It has been flooding roads, knocking down trees and electrical lines, and leaving hundreds of thousands of customers without power so far. This latest storm system started up yesterday, and now the state is bracing for what could be days of heavy rains and even some hurricane-force winds. Meteorologists have warned of potentially devastating flooding in Southern California. Mudslides and rock slides are also possible. In fact, the National Weather Service office for Los Angeles said, quote, all systems are a go for one of the most dramatic weather days in recent memory. In the San Francisco Bay Area, there's also a tornado risk. And northeast of there, the Palisades Tahoe Ski Resort said it was anticipating the heaviest snowfall yet this season, up to six inches an hour. Heavy snow is expected to continue today throughout the Sierra Nevada. Many communities have had to evacuate. Some schools have decided to stay closed today, and flights have been canceled or delayed. Governor Gavin Newsom declared a state of emergency for several counties. Much more news is still ahead, but first, thanks to our sponsor, Skims. Okay, so I have been hearing about Skims for a while, and now that I'm actually wearing Skims, I can tell you it lives up to the hype. I got a bunch of items from their Fits Everybody collection, and I love it all. I'm pretty much obsessed. Everything I got from my new favorite bodysuit to a variety of intimates has this really amazing, wow-level, buttery soft fabric that I noticed right out of the bag, and it felt even better when I put it on. That material really, really stood out to me, and I love that there's something for everyone. Skims is creating the next generation of underwear for every body. It's even available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. So believe the hype, people. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Fits Everybody collection and more Perfect Fit Essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, you can get free shipping on orders over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you, select podcast in the survey, and be sure to select our show, The Newsworthy, in the drop-down menu that follows. And if you're looking for a gift for your Valentines or for yourself, Skims has just launched their best Valentine shop ever, also available at skims.com, S-K-I-M-S, skims.com. Okay, now back to the news. It looks like there's been a sharp shift in American healthcare. The American Medical Association published new research that shows more than one-third of American adults now substitute or at least supplement mainstream medical care with alternative therapies. For example, acupuncture, meditation, yoga, naturopathy, or something else along those lines. They've all become much more accepted over just the last 10 years. The AMA points to the fact that clinical alternatives are now more likely to be reimbursed by insurance companies. There's also been more scientific evidence to back their effectiveness. And younger generations especially have gotten on board. Now alternative medicine has become part of the U.S. culture for all kinds of things like pain management, stress management, sleep, immune health, or general wellness. Some doctors do warn, though, that alternative therapies do not always provide the relief that's marketed. They suggest trying them out, but that if they're not helping, to then seek more traditional care. 
Though the same could be said the other way around, as some patients have reported not getting help from traditional medicine and then finding relief with options like meditation and yoga. Now, it is worth noting that this study did not include things like supplements. For the first time in more than two decades, the U.S. Health and Human Services Department is making significant updates to opioid treatment programs. So now some people being treated for opioid use disorders can take home doses of their methadone medications or schedule telehealth appointments in ways they haven't always been able to do. In the past, patients taking methadone had to go in person to an opioid treatment clinic each day to get treatment, which was especially tough for people in rural areas or people without access to transportation. They also had to have a years-long history of opioid misuse before even getting admitted to an opioid treatment clinic. But not anymore. The Biden administration says it's all about making treatments more accessible so it's easier for people to stay in recovery. And the need is there. As of 2021, years into the nation's opioid crisis, only about one in five people with an addiction had received medication to treat it. The hope is that will change with the new rules taking effect this summer. A former NFL linebacker who became a Hollywood star has passed away. Carl Weathers, best known for playing Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, facing off against Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator, flexing his muscles in Action Jackson, and teaching golf in Happy Gilmore, was 76 years old. His family issued a statement saying he died peacefully in his sleep, and the tribute started pouring in. Schwarzenegger called him an extraordinary athlete, a fantastic actor, and a great person. Sylvester Stallone wrote that, quote, Carl Weathers was such an integral part of my life, my success. I give him incredible credit and kudos. And Adam Sandler called him a true legend. The biggest night in music brought some iconic moments, including some throwbacks. Just a few examples from last night's Grammy Awards. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Joni Mitchell performed her classic Both Sides Now with Brandi Carlile and a chamber orchestra. Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs performed a duet of her 1988 hit Fast Car. And Billy Joel led the crowd in a sing-along to his song You May Be Right from 1980. As for the actual awards, Jay-Z won the Global Impact Award. And during his speech, he pointed out that awards are subjective and made a point to say that his wife, Beyonce, holds the record for most Grammy wins of any artist in history but hasn't ever won Album of the Year. This year, Taylor Swift won Album of the Year again. In fact, she became the first artist ever to win it four times, this time for her album Midnight's. And during one of her acceptance speeches, she made a surprise announcement that she has a new album coming out in April, which elicited screams from the upper levels of the arena. But that wasn't the only surprise. Celine Dion was a surprise presenter for Album of the Year, handing Swift the final Grammy. That was her first public appearance in months, as she's been dealing with some ongoing health issues. And she received a standing ovation when she took the stage. A few other awards highlights. Best New Artist went to Victoria Monet. Song of the Year went to Billie Eilish for What Was I Made For? And Record of the Year went to Miley Cyrus for Flowers. That's it for the main news, so now it's time for Money Monday, when we talk about one interesting money-related news story. But first, this episode is brought to you by ZocDoc. Okay, so you know that feeling when you're around certain people in your life, or maybe when you're at work, you feel like you kind of have to filter yourself and not say what you want to say, or maybe you just feel judged sometimes. It should not be that way with your doctor. I really think it's important you can feel safe and honest with your doctor and actually feel like a team working together to do what's best for your body and overall health. And if you don't have that or you're searching for that now, ZocDoc is a great place to find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable. ZocDoc makes it super easy to find more options that are right for you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. 
I go there especially to easily search for doctors of a certain specialty that also take my insurance and are nearby. And I love that I can compare reviews from there. So it's really convenient and simple to use. Go to ZocDoc.com newsworthy to download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book top-rated doctors today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C, ZocDoc.com newsworthy. ZocDoc.com newsworthy. Okay, now back to Money Monday. And today, we are talking about the spending power of tweens. Lately, they have been boosting up the skincare and makeup industry because of what's being called the baby beauty influencer trend on social media. We are talking about influencers younger than 13 and even as young as 7 years old. They show off their skin and makeup routines while hawking some pretty expensive beauty items like eye creams, toners, serums, and retinol products. With their businesses, stores, and cosmetic brands are experiencing some big windfalls, and it's not expected to stop anytime soon. Data from Statista shows the child skincare market is expected to experience an annual growth rate of about 8% for the next four years. And some companies are jumping on the trend with their online marketing campaigns and launch events specifically geared toward tweens. There are even new companies that have come out just to offer makeup and skincare for kids ages 3 and up. Of course, there are concerns about how this is all impacting kids' mental health and even physical health since some products have harsh chemicals that are not meant for children. Plus, this can all get expensive. But some children told Axios they know they don't need these elaborate skincare and makeup routines. They just think it's fun to have a ritual. All right, thank you so much for listening today and for making us part of your daily routine. We'll be back tomorrow. For now, have a great day. 